Honk with Mike Bridenstine is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Mike knows like so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. This is what the show's about, Nick. We have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. <laughs> Obama is the actual devil. Crocodile Dundee was cool. Yeah! Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out Untaken Podcast. Shout out to The Buffer. Shout out No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. <sighs> hey, thanks for hanging out. Let's let's do a show. I have the world's greatest panel. Adam Burke is back. The fastest gun in the West. From Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, he's one of your favorites. James Fritz, also back. The John Prine of comedy, another favorite. And speaking of John Prine, Fritz sings a country song on the latest episode of the Frankie Quinonez show. I think I'm pronouncing that right. My Spanish is muy mal. The song is legitimately good, so check that out also. Frankie Quinonez show. John Huck is back from Punked, from This Is Not Happening, from 1,000 Commercials. He's a Cubs fan. Jamel Johnson is here. First time. He just got picked by Vulture as a comedian you should know, so I'm helping you out with that. You're going to know him after this. He is hilarious. So without further ado, here are Adam, James, John, and Jamel. If you don't already, please hit subscribe. You air all this part too, right? <laughs> or is this like this is a Patreon? This is a Patreon. Like, yeah, there's yeah, gonna. Like, if you want to watch, it's called technical difficulties. <laughs> Tune in. Happy Honda days. Happy Honda uh, days. I'm in a. Ha- we, I am. We're a, we're a Toyota fan family. I am in a Fuck Happy out. Honda days commercial. <laughs> two of them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Are they that's coming cool. back this year? I don't know. I. Probably not with my no one. People are like, "Oh, my subway spots re-airing." I, I don't have to work, and I'm like, "That never happens to me." It happened to me once. A commercial that kept coming back for three years, but after three years, they were like, "We're done." People are like, "I pay for my kids' college with that." It's like those days are gone. Well, that <laughs> yeah. People used to buy houses with commercials. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get. I've never gotten one, but I recently didn't get one that was for a dog walker in a commercial. And I'm like, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) A commercial for a dog walker. I'm like, it's me. (laughs) Yeah. Did you feel like when um, Cranston got that paraplegic part? (laughs) I always feel like when Cranston got the paraplegic part. Like lucky but deep down i knew i was overrated what do you mean whoa <laughs> oh <laughs> shots fired early uh cranston balls in your court get brian cranston on the horn it's funny because okay. i happen to have brian cranston right here come on in the room buddy <laughs> he's he's still pretending to be paraplegic that's why he's stuck there <laughs> Mike has to lift him up into the into frame. You can stop pretending, Brian. <laughs> no one can see if you use your legs. Help me. <laughs> Brian, we're going to need you to dial that down to a 12 and a half. <laughs> we can start if you guys are. Thank you for oh, being this here. This was the roast of Brian Cranston. <laughs> Welcome to the roast of Brian Cranston. Get your, get your Seinfeld dentist material I ready. I got to start writing. <laughs> <laughs> 
There was one audition I went into where it was all fat guys. It's always all fat guys. And then there was one dude who must have weighed 600 pounds that walked in there, like the the largest boy in town by far. And he actually, with no irony, goes, great, we all look alike. And I was like, that's the funniest thing that I've ever heard. That's what I would, if I weighed 600 pounds, I would say that everywhere I went. Yeah. <laughs> Go into like- just sit down and auditions. You didn't. You, you're not. You're not being cast yeah. for. You're not being. <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh, no. Great. We're all yeah. the same. We it's all like look alike. Models. Another room full of hot black guys. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> you guys here for abs, also, huh? I uh, I I had an audition to play Chris Elliott's dad in a flashback on the show oh, Eagleheart. God, wow. and, uh, amazing! I That's... have never, you know. I, I'm always very much like going into auditions. I'm like, oh, well, fuck, I suck. I'm never going to get this. This is, good. This, yeah. you know, this one I walked in like, why is anyone else here? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I was so cocky that when I did my, like I did my audition, I knew my lines and everything. And when the, when I was done, the lady was like, all right, thanks a lot for coming. And I go, huh? <laughs> she's like, she's like, what? And I go, I mean, you know, you see the same thing I see, right? And she and she literally said to me, she said back to me the same thing that I've said to everybody. It was like it was like hearing myself repeated. He's she's like, what? No, he's like two feet shorter than you. He's bald. You have hair. He's 65. You're in your 40s. Like she just started doing all the things. And I was like, yeah, I know. But like, (laughs) right. Special. Didn't get it. Didn't get it. (laughs) Oh. Throw a bald cap on me. We yeah, can, that's one. Boom. That's all. Was, you work was, in Hollywood, do you not? Yeah. <laughs> what really happened to movie magic? <laughs> yeah, heard of it. <laughs> I was shocked. I was shocked. That's well, so. Jokes on, Go ahead. Jokes on you. I am Chris Elliott. <laughs> I'm his dad. <laughs> the wig on. <laughs> I time traveled. <laughs> it's like when they they have auditions and they're like, hot do- wardrobe is hot dog costume, and people show up in the hot dog costume. It's like how little. <laughs> Do you think their imagination is? <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, well, pretty little. It is, commercials, it is, it commercials is though, those people, some people in commercials will go way over the top. Like, you know, you've been on an island, and I saw a guy in there in a loincloth. I was like, oh, boy. Dude, like, the, we were in, like, an ice, like, it was like, you're eating ice cream. This dude had a fucking tub of briars, and I was like, is this going to help you? <laughs> well, that does that been... to every audition. Yeah, I mean, I bring just, a tub yeah. of briars everywhere I go. Yeah, dude. <laughs> L.A. heat. I do like the I do like the honesty of that. Like, guys, just heads up, my talent is not going to carry this. So, I, I, I brought the ice cream. I am propping it up. Club. It's <laughs> come to this. Yeah. Also, that's I'm going to start bringing the, ice cream with me into every audition. Like, oh, this is this is for ice cream. Oh, that's convenient. This my character eats ice cream during the scene. This is I want I made some choices. One yeah. of them is that uh, I love cavities. <laughs> this is a life choice. I want to have a casting agency called So It's Come to This. <laughs> um, oh, okay. This is the first question for you guys. The Omicron variant. Are you scared shitless? Are we going to shut down again? What the fuck is happening? Are, are you just completely over everything? Oh, yeah. No, we're not shutting down. It's got Cron in the name. We're good, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought Trump fired her from the White House like years ago. What the <laughs> Omicron. <laughs> it does sound like she had. Did she a... only have one name, like Madonna? Does she not have a last name? <laughs> Manigault Steinway, or something. 
This is all a distraction to keep us away from the Gislaine Maxwell truck. Oh, it is. I'm that guy who just says that about every single news story. <laughs> this is just a distraction. <laughs> I I, I, have a, I have three very popular podcasts. I, I, I all out of Austin. I had no idea the correct pronunciation was Gislaine, but that does make a lot of sense. But you are an Irishman of sorts. Is was. it Galane? Is there, are we saying Galane? I think well, they thought is they two thought, on the nose. They it? thought cum gutter Maxwell was two on the nose, so her parents named her Gislaine. Did you know her father was some publisher publicist yes. who? Yes. Was the world's first negative billionaire? <laughs> like I owe I a billion dollars. Yeah, he... like I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Everything sucks, dude. Yeah. Wish I had a billion and one. <laughs> Money shit. Yeah. He would he say he would say the negative part real quick, real quiet. Like what? And I'm a negative billionaire. That was Trump's whole thing. He was a negative bill. He was a negative billionaire. Yeah. Well, he's a bad businessman, dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Is so... he? <laughs> A fucker's gonna win again. Yeah, at, that has nothing to do with business, though. At That's a certain, po- I've said this before, but at a certain point, they're willing to die for this motherfucker, and he's giving them nothing. That's the art of Less the deal. Than nothing. He's killed half their family. That's the art of the deal. They will <laughs> die for this motherfucker for nothing. That's great. Yeah, he's like, he's like you. You think inflation is bad? Imagine if you had your whole family still alive for Thanksgiving. You wouldn't be able. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, think of the money I'm saving you with so <laughs> yeah. many less mouths to feed, less Christmas presents to buy. Yeah, yeah. All right. I watched the Janet Jackson Super Bowl documentary about her nipple gate thing. Do you remember? There's a documentary about that. There's a New York Times documentary <laughs> yeah. the about. The New York Times is apologizing to all the women in the '90s that they ruined. That's <laughs> that's what I'm asking. Sorry, Brittany. It's Suffer- the second one about Timberlake. Yeah. Yeah, he's oh. a bad man. Is Timberlake a piece of shit? Is he kind of a piece yes! of shit? I've been saying this for two fucking decades. And Have you? Finally, yes. At the height of Dick in a Box, when people said he was funny, I was like, he ain't funny <laughs> and he ain't nice. That ain't even a real Dick in the Box. He's a liar. <laughs> He was a little cowboy from Tennessee, and then yes. Timberlake yeah. gave him some fucking beats, and he learned how to fuck him. Man, I hated him forever. <laughs> I can hear you talk about this forever. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that you're most mad that wasn't a real dick in the box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's where you draw the line. Dick. Come on. I think when he was in the Disney. Uh, kids club or whatever the fuck it was yeah. oh, he was, used to crush that he was like yeah. white keenan in 1993 <laughs> come on no, well, well, well put it this way he's the david spade to jimmy fallon's chris farley if that makes sense. oh i follow it i, I don't a what <laughs> i need a map chris, with some strings is that what we- <laughs> He's Chris Elliott's dad is what I'm trying to say. Got it. <laughs> okay. It works out that way. There we go. If you haven't seen this this Janet documentary, uh How long tra- could it possibly I love be? Janet. Her nipple? It's was covered by a <laughs> nine inches they- long. Nine inch nipples. <laughs> Do they Great talk to the nipple? Love their latest project. <laughs> we really freaked out about this nipple. A little too much, everybody. Are you fucking kidding me? The world stopped, man. Because <laughs> it was on CBS. If, it, if if the game was on any other network, they just happened to get the CBS draw. And CBS, CBS was yeah. old yeah. people. I yeah. feel like I feel like showing someone's nipple 
on that's like the opposite of a conservatorship right so it's like it's the reverse free bit britney yeah <laughs> she gave Gave's us a she, she freed britney yeah, that's the name of her nipple. I never thought about it being on. Yeah, if that had been on Fox, they would have given the nipple. Oh, dude, are you kidding? After. Yeah, yeah, it would have looked like a Family Guy character. <laughs> so, Mike, I'm assuming that they talk about how basically it was Janet's nipple that created YouTube, right? <laughs> I mean, so we could watch it over and over again. Is that no? So that's what that's what happened. That's why YouTube was created. So we could because see the nipple. because the guy, one of the creators, was like everyone was talking about it. He's a nerd so he wasn't watching the super bowl everyone was talking about it and he was trying to find video of it and couldn't find it anywhere is that true yeah and he was like there should be a so it did shut the fucking world down yeah 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 there should be a place where you can you can post stuff that people that want to see again i mean that's early 2004 i guess that makes sense yeah yeah, it was like Janet's nipple, the beheading video, and then <laughs> Saddam. Let's do this. All on CBS. <laughs> she it's opened it up and it was like... Is wild. <laughs> I, thought, I thought YouTube... The first time I heard of YouTube, it was Lazy Sunday. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah that was oh, the, the Fallon... Or the Parnell uh, Andy Samuel. So yeah, speaking yeah. of dick in a box, yeah, that was... <laughs> If Timberlake was in a beheading video, I wouldn't be that surprised. It's a head, it's a head on a box. <laughs> What's in the box? The movie seven. Uh, this is pretty fucking specific. And I don't know how many of you, I know Burke won't care about this, but the baseball hall of fame ballot just came out last year for Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. How do you feel about steroids? How do you feel about uh, these steroid guys? Bonds, yes, Clemens, no. Bonds, yes, Clemens, no. I mean, sure. Uh, I ha- I agree. <laughs> Obviously. Why Clemens? No. Just because he's, <laughs> he's white. I thought that I was because he was white. What's your thing? He's a white sack of shit. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's part yeah. of it. We're there. We're we're in sync. Mm-hmm. But it's time. Ask- drugs are good. Let's acknowledge that drugs are good. Legalize this is the time. it. Let's Let go. me ask you this: Did so? Did Clemens take steroids? Uh, never proven, but obviously he was on the yes. list. Though oh, yeah. he was on the list. Yeah, yeah. he was fifty-two. He was in court with like his 100. hair gelled. Yeah, yeah he exactly. Was a, he was fifty-two. His hair was 52. very gelled. Did he? Did he break any records like Bonds did? No. If no. you took steroids and you didn't break any records, get the uh, fuck out of here. What was the point? point? Yeah, but Barry Bonds was like fucking. He <laughs> has by records. far. He has by far the most Cy Young awards. I think that's a record. Yeah. He, numbers wise, Clemens should be in there, and obviously, numbers wise, Bonds would be in there. Yeah. Um, I think if Bonds had been, um, and not that he owed anybody this, but if he had been nicer to the press, yeah, I think that they would now be defending him rather mm-hmm. than if you called him Bobby, if you called him by his dad's name accidentally, you could never talk to him like ever again. But well, see, that's we, you got to have like have, to have not have any thing. humility, like I. I I, I get it, you know, but at the same time, the media was like looking at Sosa and McGuire and he was like, I'm the best baseball player playing. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. but these guys are jacked and they're hitting every other, every other at bat is a home run. And yeah. no one like, would that's what you want to see. Yeah. I'll show you fucking right. home runs. And then he just went crazy. Yeah. You know? He would have been a hall of famer either way. Oh man. He, he would have been a hall yeah. of famer if he never went to San Francisco. Yeah. Probably. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Like everything he did after the Pirates. So would Cle- and Clemens would have been. Like a Hall of Famer, Red Sox. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's like it is funny because like yeah, steroid. Yeah, 
but everyone in seventy in the seventies was on speed. Every single player was on. Well, speed. that's the thing. There was no regulation <laughs> of it. There was nobody yeah. was saying, "Hey, don't do this." It was like what was when actually kind of encouraged. Lock, yeah, they, yeah. Everyone knew about it. Like when they saw the pills in McGuire's locker, that's what started the whole. Like the guy did the research and was like, "Hey, this might not be a." They weren't checking for banned substances. They were checking right. for like. I don't even know if they were drug testing at that point. They were like, no. like, hey, it's baseball. If you can't run to first base, you can't play. You know, it's like whatever you're on. Like John Cruck was like, I see you and I raise you. <laughs> Thank you for this will be the only John Cruck reference on the show this week. We'll see about that. <laughs> Bring up John Cruck whenever. I'm going to try to squeeze one now. <laughs> Remember when Randy Johnson threw it a mile behind him to scare the shit out of him in the All-Star game so he put his helmet on backwards and batted with it on backwards? John Crack. I, I remember that oh, next pitch, he just swung at it and then walked away and was like, I'm done, I don't care. <laughs> and then they still show that when he's on TV. He's like, yep, uh-huh, I don't care. Like, <laughs> I hit 300 in the majors. I know it didn't really happen, but you know how like memories can seem real. Like, in my memory, I see him playing baseball while smoking. <laughs> John Crack. Yeah, he's the guy like you a could see. in his mouth. At. Like kind of Hernandez at first with a cig. You're like, did I imagine <laughs> that or did that happen? Yeah. Rolled up in the sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dude, Tim Raines used, used to, to be slide. a different place. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Jim Leland. Yeah, he's he smoked into the like late 90s. Yeah. In the dugout. Yeah, the, the umpires used for... to mainly sweep ash off the home plate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they had brushes for. Right. <laughs> How about A Rod? A Rod's not uh, A Rod's on first time ballot. He won't get in first time. Yeah, no. we got a he's he steroid guy also. Wise, like he's been around the game for so long that everyone's gotten to know him, and I don't think he's a super likable guy. I feel like people are like, ugh, you know, like yeah, he's, if, he's hard to like. He's hard to listen to when he when he's a I guess a commentator. Yeah, he's. I think um, he's great. No. He's uncomfortable, right. man. He doesn't look. He's just not a guy. Who, Do you prefer Pete Rose? Uh, his I crazy prefer, ass. I, I prefer Pedro, baby. Pedro Pete Rose is great. Pete Rose is imploding in on himself. Like his shoulders are getting above his, <laughs> his head. He's like, hey, like he's he's getting there. I didn't think you guys would talk about baseball so much. So this is going to be a wild <laughs> shift into politics. Why is Joe Biden so unpopular? Because the Cubs traded four <laughs> key players. <laughs> Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Javi Baez. Biden did nothing to stop it. He could have stepped in and yeah. said no. Yeah. If Biden would have stopped that, if Trump would have stopped that deal, I'd vote for Trump. <clears throat> well, I was scared yeah. and stopped the deal. Biden, I did a- held, Biden handled the exit of, of Afghanistan better than the, he believed in the Cubs. <laughs> The people left behind, I feel sorry for. Yeah, which pullout yeah, was better? Cubs. Yeah, Swindell. Yeah, but at least the unlike Afghanistan, at least the Cubs like won once in a hundred years. Oh, <laughs> wonderful! Afghanistan stays undefeated, baby. <laughs> it's funny you say that. The last time the Cubs were in the World Series was forty-five when we did win a war. So. Mm. Coincidence? And the last time they yes. won, Trump won two days later. I know. The, I was uh, on a podcast. And they, celebration. That was the. That was the. That was an immediate down. I was like, <laughs> we got seven days, one week or something. And immediately, people were like, "Hey, would you would you give the World Series back? Like, I if I had some control over, like, yeah, give the like, World eh, Series for back. Hillary. I don't know. Yeah, that for was Bernie. The, yeah, like you get Bernie in there. Sure, take the World Series. 
Why is he won like three in a row? Anyway, yeah, that's crazy. I saw Wait, uh, why is Tom Ricketts so unlikable. Sorry, his brother <laughs> is like the the king of Nebraska. How do they do it in Nebraska? Yeah, he sucks ass. I got some Omaha friends. They're not big fans of that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Who? What? There's a Ricketts brother who's like the governor of Nebraska. Yeah. Oh, Rose. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just amused. Sorry, I was, I was, I had my mind blown by that hypothetical. How specific that hypothetical is. Would you give the World Series back if Hillary could be president? Could I get my father back? What, why does it have to be? Nope. Only <laughs> this thing. All roads lead to Hillary Clinton. <laughs> This is the it's it's your life or it's a wonderful life, but it's going to be called it's the sort of a life. (laughs) It's barely living. It's barely living, but you have to make a choice. All right. I did this last week for uh, Chris Christie because he's testing the water. Was he on the show? He was on the show last week. Chris Christie's (laughs) making the round. Him and Brian Cranston. (laughs) Like I'll do anybody's podcast. (laughs) He'll do anything. Uh can Pete Buttigieg be president of the United States in 2024? I've been saying his name like that budding, like the the hand, like the thinly sliced budding? lunch meats. Uh, budding, like Carl Budding. Yeah. Is that not how you say it? I don't budding, know. Budding, Boot edge edge is what I say. Yeah, yeah. Buttigieg. Okay, I'll go the with president that. president of America the... for like, like all of us? Or just <laughs> like some other shit like? Once we cut it in half. He's going to Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bloomington West. Once we man in the high castle, the fuck out of this place. Yeah, then yeah. we, we got we yeah, to do something. Yeah, re-gerrymander the shit. And give it up. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, he's the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, kind of. Could he be the president? Oh, I mean, sure. Anybody can be president. He's proven that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Do you we think he could win? Do you think no, Pete? Not no. a chance. Not a chance. Especially not in this. I mean, not if, if this supply chain thing is gonna fuck him. He's the boss of that. He's I the face he's, of the supply I chain. I think he's too yeah. warm and charming to win. He's too alive. You have to look kind of dead. You have to your <laughs> hair has yeah. to be clearly dying. Yeah. There has to be so, like something behind your eyes. eyes. Oh, yeah, he's got yeah. shark eyes. He's a yeah. man. <laughs> that he is funny. He did an interview with a map of like the Middle East that had like where minerals. The oil was low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Located you gotta put it. some Pete Davidson venom in him, dog. <laughs> oh, if Davidson's on the ticket, it's a shoe in. Oh man, Davidson. Oh, the Buttigieg, anybody? Yeah. The Buttigieg Davidson ticket is he? Oh, explain that kid's career to me. That because he looks dead. Because he looks like he's dying. It's fun. And people That's like the that whole shit. thing. That's yeah. how you it's get funny. in. It's hilarious. Oh, he's got like some. He's got a blood disease. Ooh, yeah, oh, that's what, got, come on. He's a non-threatening man. Any woman Mike, in America can just shove him right over. Mike, exactly. Ever, it looks like you could push him off a bridge. He's, Mike, have you ever been to a hospice? It's a laugh riot. <laughs> just walk around and make your week. <sighs> yeah, I didn't know. Like, I knew his dad. Hospice comes to did you. you. Know he, did you know he died on 9-11? Exactly. He's yeah. been there for 25 years. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny to have an analyst after every election some analyst is like we gotta do this because it's like now they're like you gotta look dead you gotta <laughs> what's his name what's that what's that bald democratic strat- strategist the guy from james the- carville oh, okay. carville yeah we gotta damn you up son <laughs> john huck is so on the phone that he looks like he's faking a phone call in an yeah. improv scene yeah no, no. <laughs> not a, not a phone phone 
good oh, object no. work. So we're saying that was, that was called, I call that piece the phone call. <laughs> you, you nailed it. No, if I didn't, if I didn't answer that, I'd have to keep answering. He'd keep calling. Oh uh, Are you being stalked? No, no, no. It's, it's, he's, I've, I've been trying to help me. Help me. Help blink, me. blink three times if you need I'm help. I'm actually in the North Woods. These are the Northern Lights. I've been kidnapped. It's the new Dexter. Got great reception. <laughs> but they do have internet. <laughs> okay, so okay, sorry, Burke. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I feel like the Northern Lights would improve. I don't know, I don't know science, but I feel like you'd get better reception with the Northern Lights. <laughs> I don't know, electricity. Well, they're flat. The Northern Lights are flat. Not many people know that. Well, the Southern Lights are gonna rise again. <laughs> <laughs> Those Yankee lights. <laughs> Southern Lights just sounds like cigarettes for some reason. Yeah, it was Southern about, Lights. The war was about, with less tar. The war, <laughs> the war was about states' lights. Oh, God. I got to go back to Kentucky in two weeks. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Where, where in Kentucky? It's not important. <laughs> That's the That's the name, name of the town. town. Interesting name. Interesting name. <laughs> That's the county, it's the county seat. Yeah, that sound when 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 a chew hits a spittoon, you know that sound. Yeah, that spelled out. You're from Kapwink, Kentucky. <laughs> okay, Kyle Rittenhouse went to Mar-a-Lago, and now everybody's fighting over how who loves Ooh. him the most of the Republicans. Is this what happens when we take away all their celebrities? They have no celebrities. They have to make like kids like this. I guess. This is what happens when you don't. Speaking of the South, when you don't burn it all to the ground after you win a fucking. He's war. from Wisconsin or Illinois. They would have got yeah, the message. Yeah. Wherever there's a Waffle House. Yeah, fucking Kid South. Rock was flying a Confederate flag in a burb outside of Detroit. It don't matter. Like you gotta let. Quiet is kept. I've been managing Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> well, we all gotta work. Exactly. I'm just trying to get a bag, and I'm trying to work out a thing where he gets to shoot a white person once a month. Yeah. Just to keep the, you know, just to keep like the, keep him his, in the news, the impressions dude. Are exactly. Keep him yeah. in the news. It's like you're dropping a new single every every so. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got a thing with Buzzfeed. We got some stuff coming. Sure. So be on the lookout for that. Well, if he's scared, man, dude. Yeah, that's all I. If he's scared, it's all right. <laughs> keep him scared. That's the key. All you gotta be is a little bit scared. Yeah, I was. Exactly. I was scared. Yeah, they say you got to stay hungry. He's got to stay scared. Yeah. I got him. I booked him a gig. He's gonna cry in front of Baskin Robbins. Send him to a haunted house. Yeah, yeah. Just do that. Yeah, do that. Send him to a haunted house. He's gonna watch a sad. He's gonna watch Titanic. <laughs> it's weird. Three D, and then think that it, it's gonna be. Boat. It's gonna be weird when he gets it down to such an art where he cries while shooting the guy. <laughs> That's what we're working on. We're working towards just, that. Yeah. That, would, that would make a red state nut. Oh, I know. The thing about that is, I when I the last time I cried like that, I couldn't hold an assault rifle. You were a little baby. Yeah, I didn't have all my reflexes. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's built different. My motor know? skills. That's real. That's right. He's all man. <laughs> 
I mean, we got to get the masculinity back in this country, according to their yeah, politicians. Yeah, that's what's wrong. When, when do men get a day, huh? Men <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Well, I'm glad there's no broads on this podcast. Yeah, there, thank unless, God. There were, but they canceled. Uh, they oh, saw the light more manly than you. crying in court. Nothing is more manly than crying John, in court. I could it, tell you that firsthand. <laughs> is, that, is that what man's is that what the international man's day is we all just go out and shoot each other and then, yeah and, and then cry, cry and cry yeah. and then say father's rights <laughs> you guys haven't seen shawshank you chant fresh fish and then the first person who cries gets killed by the guard <laughs> oh okay yeah, it's time that's to how make... man's yeah man's day ends with a viewing of shawshank yeah it's time to make this written house a written home <laughs> oh i'm glad you sandbagged that for this yeah i wish Frit. he was older though so i could hate him even more like you know what i mean that's how old is oh, he you would hate him more if he was older no i hate the because on the we just like i wanted to hate greta the kid first just because she's a kid <laughs> that she, is her box that is her boxing name greta the kid greta Greenberg. the kid, greta the kid. <laughs> fuck, the, fuck climate change she's the, oh and 30 against climate change in the green corner <laughs> greta the kid toonberger <laughs> Toonberger. Toonberger. <laughs> I don't know why I added on there. That's what they should call color. Impossible Burgers is Toonburgers. Toonburger. Why? Toonberg is her last name and Berg oh. is in the word burger. <laughs> Remember the phone call earlier? Huh? One more of that? What do you want? Fritz had to go. He said enough. I also watched another Hulu documentary on the Von Dutch Company. Yeah, Did you I just watched that last night. It's so good. <clears throat> did you watch the whole thing yeah you were here longer than i was did did you, how many von dutch hats did you see at this point in time dude i was i was trying to explain this uh to nicole like i when i i started at punked in 2000 like two like oh and ashton was the king of the trucker hat oh, and and i yeah. what i said was i'm glad that those hats were so expensive because while like I'm I came like I'm from Illinois, went to school and was the Northwoods. It was kind of like I liked wearing flannels and jeans. Like I like that look coming back and me already having clothes. But then when it came time to get get a trucker hat, it's like I'm not spending $82 on a mesh backed, snapped fucking patch. I was like, this is ridiculous. So I just bought different hats cheaper like i had i'd get them i'd get hats with beer you know what i mean they had that all the time like buy this many cases and you get this hat and you're like yeah okay so i was wearing hats like that but the rest of the like the the flannel and the jeans and everything i was i was down with but but ashton was literally i mean he had a different von dutch hat for every he he had everyone that came through the offices like we had writers that dressed like him there were people that like <laughs> hung around him that also dressed like him so it was like a little group of people that would like walk down the hallway and like their hats and like it was very funny but it also like very fashionable like it you would see it everywhere and that's kind of why i was also like it's everywhere <clears throat> why would you want to do something that is literally everywhere did you see well, the part like oh go ahead oh sorry no I go ahead i was gonna say there's actually a, you know, there's a, the reason we have inflation apparently is there's a shortage of truckers. So I think if you bought 
a trucker hat in the early 2000s, you should be made, you should be forced to be a long haul trucker. Yeah, exactly. You've got the hat. It's, you're like, it's like Army Reserves, dude. It's like, we need the trucker reserves. <laughs> Everybody who had the hat, who walked around with the shirts with the patch on it. Like, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I, I loved that look. It was like, just. But I'm not a trucker. Why'd you dress yeah. that way then? Exactly. People would be like, are you a mechanic? I'm like, nah, I don't know anything about cars. Put, put on put on the hat, develop a pill habit, and hit the road, Ashton. <laughs> I got it confused with Ed Hardy. I was unaware well, that because it's the same guy or kind yeah. of because that guy moved on to do Ed Hardy. But Ed Hardy was something that I did not relate to and understand. I only knew Ed bit. Hardy because of comedians punchlines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I knew a couple dudes that wore it. And 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 now oh, I know can... you were at the store and shit. You probably saw all kinds of fucking guys. Well, there's a very that. I mean, Josh Nasser is an example because he now will make fun of himself and is very open about his style. And like he was very into that look. God, Hollywood, like, when it, I moved here, was just what, the an pockets Ed Hardy. In the back of your jeans as a dude with like designs on yeah. it. I was like. Hey, man, See, you if you just stay much. poor and you're never successful like me, your fashion will never change, and it's timeless. I had an I had an awful month. <laughs> I'm not calling th- you unsuccessful or poor, but I'm I'm saying like I'm with you. You just sort of <laughs> yeah. stick with the, the the classic like t-shirt, you know, jeans, yes. button downs. Don't go chasing waterfalls, suit. man. <laughs> I had Don't a great go chasing I- waterfalls <laughs> unless you buy those big rubber boots. <laughs> I had a great <laughs> idea for a store for a men's store called Rea. And um, all we do, we just have the same clothes in stock for your entire life. But you just go in and we just have it in a slightly larger size. You just come in every five years and mm. we have the same pants you bought. And the slightly same different plaid, maybe? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. Same. 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 Yeah. You Dress know, everyone we... in a uniform. I think Larry David <laughs> shops there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I was real quick on the Ed Hardy thing. I had like one, a one month awful period where I worked at a telemarketing firm and it was like just an awful fucking terrible place. And the boss of it would like to come in and strut around. I remember one day he said to one of, one of his underlings, Hey man, great shirt. And the guys were in the ugliest fucking Ed Hardy shirt I'd ever seen in my life. And then I looked back at the guy who said it, the compliment, he was wearing the same shirt only with a di- slightly different skull. And then I looked around the building and I, I realized everybody was wearing Ed Hardy shirts. That oh I'm my the only God. At a telemarketing place? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was um. like, it was very, and everyone was into MMA. Oh, oh yeah. All... <laughs> they didn't have Ed affliction t-shirts. Ed Hardy went hand in hand with cap out shirts, yeah. Uh, yeah, this, yeah, was yeah. All, this was all a harbinger of the Roganing. We should have seen it all come up. <laughs> the great Roganing. <laughs> well, yeah, Dane Cook would wear affliction t-shirts, wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Or I Jeff Dunham, whatever looked distressed and tight. You know what I heard about <laughs> Dane Cook is like he doesn't spend any, he hasn't spent a dime of his super finger money. <laughs> that is such a specific Jay Leno joke that I hope everyone gets. I tell it on everybody. It's the same uh, Dunham tuxedo every day as well. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal is 240. Do you need to? Oh. Yeah, yeah, I gotta get me. I got a, a lunch meeting at Fred Siegel with Kyle. Rick wow. House. Oh, yeah. Fred yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, just yeah, say yeah. Kyle. We know. I just yeah, say we Kyle. Know, we yeah, know that's, I just wanted to make sure y'all knew. Yeah, <laughs> didn't have reservations, but he changed that. He oh, went in there yeah. and he changed that for us. If you, by the, I'm, I, I know, Siegel. I know this is gauche, but the denim bar at Fred Siegel. If you need anyone to write him any new subs for the next for the next one? 
Oh yeah, I got you. I'll let I'll let him know. Just send me your packet. I'll email yeah. me. Yeah. He's gonna have a new cry in 2022. Yeah. He's killing yeah, a you. snowboarder. He's dropping a new cry January 2nd, dude. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be big. Look out for that at Macy's. All right, folks. Tell, tell, tell him that. Tell him there's no shame in suicide. <laughs> That's, that's what our meeting's about. Way out. Way out. Show him the Have Brooks was here uh, scene from Shawshank. All right, y'all. All right. Later, buddy. Yeah, that's Adam James, John, and Jamel. Please hit subscribe. Man, can you imagine how good this show would be live in your town? Just imagine it. Anyway, there's still more show, but if you want video of this panel and like. 82 other panels that's on the show's patreon patreon.com forward slash brido b-r-i-d-o if you go there i give you preferential treatment you can submit questions to the panel there's also world series reviews 1903 to 1960 i just posted my 42nd chicago comedy history project bonus show this week with sean cole maybe the funniest comedian i've ever seen I'm not kidding. It is possible. Mike Burns recently said Sean Cole is his favorite comedian of all time. In 2004 and 2005, Sean Cole was so funny that I was afraid of him. If you don't know who that is, and you don't, you should check that out. If you want to support the show, that's also where you go. I am the show. Do I need money? I do. Patreon.com forward slash Brido. If you want even more of me, I think I'm doing Power Moves with Mike Burns again this week. I think later today. You can also stream my album, The Hungry Wolf Hunts Best. It is on Spotify. I get a fraction of a cent every time you listen. So go nuts. Okay. We'll get back to the show right after a brief word from our sponsors. The show is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Urbandale, Iowa. That's my beloved home state. Learn to defend yourself. Get back in shape. Learn from black belt instructor and bona fide hunk, JJ motherfucking bar. He's been on the show. If you're in the Des Moines area, stop getting your ass kicked. Go, go Plata, the fuck out of life until it taps. No coast Brazilian jujitsu. Tell them Brido sent you. What's the best way to handle the streaming wars? I'm glad you asked. Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content each week against each other and determine who's the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins, and at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-barred cage match to see who wins the month. Often joined by special guests, including me, your boy Brido, and they determine the winners tournament-style. These guys have fun making fun of themselves, as they keep their passion for film and TV alive during the podcast. Tony's a film nerd, Joel's a music geek, and they aren't shy about their opinions. Listen to the Buffer Battle podcast anywhere you download your podcasts. Hi, this is Dustin with None Taken Podcast, and I have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Hey, this is Alan with None Taken, and I also have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. And you clearly listen to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine, so maybe you'll like our show too. We post weekly episodes recapping current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Give us a listen. You can find us wherever you found Hunk with Mike or go to our website, nuntakenpod.com. And now back to the world's greatest panel. Fuck yeah. All right, cool. (laughs) These guys fuck. (laughs) Thank you, Dustin and Alan. 
if you're anywhere near mistletoe this holiday season, both of them are ready to fuck. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion of Adam James John. Jamel had to bounce. Please hit subscribe. They found the Afghan girl from National Geographic. Well, they the found one her the, again? Yeah, they found her. She's in Italy now. Oh. Yeah. The one with the crazy eyes. From Must like, be oh. nice to get to travel abroad. <laughs> I don't know who we're talking about. Sorry. I don't know if it was a choice, Dan. Okay, uh, in like 1985, there was a cover of National... Sorry. Are you doing Public Enemy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I thought... I, I, I had way too much coffee. No, I'm with, I followed everything. James, James, I... He, he recognized it as Public Enemy. I could have sworn you were doing Doc Brown. <laughs> <laughs> that was their DJ's name, was Doc Brown. <laughs> Doc Brown. DJ Doc Brown. That's actually a great name. Having crazy, have crazy white hair sticking up everywhere. DJ Doc Brown. Have like a flux capacitor between yeah. your turntables. You wear the flux capacitor on your neck. Like yes. this next one is eighty-eight beats per minute. He's been in the lab making beats. Anyway, so if you look up, if you look up the the National Geographic Afghan girl, they found this twelve-year-old girl who was like a refugee. In 1980, like, like blue eye, like crazy blue green, eyes, right? like green, yeah. uh, greener oh, blue eyes. Yeah, I remember the yeah, photo. Yeah. yeah. So they every now and then, like during right after 9/11, they went and found this girl because they're like, if we're gonna bomb Afghanistan, <laughs> let's go find this beautiful girl. It's always kind of bothered me that they like keep tabs on this like. Yeah. If she was an Uggo, we wouldn't give a shit. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm saying. Like, we liked her because she was. Nobody likes the ugly. Well, it's like when we were getting out of Afghanistan, like it was ever going to go easy or good. And, like, all of a sudden, the right wing cared about we can't leave because of the women. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, at the same time in Texas, they were like, right. Let's get those women over here, though. We can tell them what to do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, how do you put this? How do you put this delicately, Mike? Because yeah, because I, I remember when they refound her in the early two thousands, and you know, I think there was this sort of superficial expectation: oh, she's going to be gorgeous. Right. But she very much looked like someone who has lived in a country that has been nonstop war for three decades. Yeah, so no one. It's like even sadder than Linklater's before trilogy. Years <laughs> we can check back in. Somehow even sadder than that. <laughs> So, so they, what happened? What is the story? Where did they find her again? In Italy, because they were getting refugees out of Afghanistan when the Taliban came back. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, it just, it bothers me because she, I guess she was a kid who was beautiful. And it gave like a humanizing face, to, literally, right. to the refugees. So people who were in America was like, we got to help these beautiful fucking kids. <laughs> And then we kept, we went to go find her after 9-11, like that photographer went to go find her to be like, is she still like a hubba hubba type of situation? And that photographer married her. And that couple (laughs) is Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. A lot of people don't know how J-Lo started. All right. Too weird to talk about, maybe. Fine. Well, I mean, yeah, it is. It's weird that we're keeping, I mean. Yeah, it's I like we're tracking her like a like a like an ocean animal, and yeah, <laughs> we tagged yeah, her. We tagged her neck. Her yeah, you yeah. thought you thought Na- the publisher of National Geographic was into conservation. He's like, no, bring me all the comely children. <laughs> I have a database. Comely children is worse than anything I said. <laughs> Ever. 
<laughs> Even though you were doing a character. He was doing a character. <laughs> yeah. Sir Adam Burke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the character is me 30 minutes from now. <laughs> Bring me the comely children. You just type that into Google. <laughs> Uh, okay, the Get Back documentary. Uh, oh, I gotta watch that. It's yeah. it's boring. I haven't ha- I haven't had oh. four days to set oh, aside. Oh, I disagree. Yet. I've had to fight so hard to not just do a John voice the entire time. I've watched the first two episodes. I might to do the third, but yeah. Do your John anyway, voice. Uh, I'll I'll get I'll get. I'll... Do a liver Pudlian accent. <laughs> Bring me the comely children. <laughs> <laughs> This one's pretty called, sure that was pretty sure that was Ringo. This one's called "Bring Me the Comely Children." That's why he uh, stayed the alive. Title of your sixteen, you're beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was just seventeen. You know what I mean, comely children. I'm I'm also not spelling comely the way you guys are spell, spelling no. it in your head. By yeah. the way, nobody no, spells come the way I do. No, you're doing it in cursive. I, I, yeah. Mine's in this comic sans in my head. <laughs> this I, I is the third documentary I've asked you guys about. I'm realizing that now. Did anybody watch the Velvet Underground documentary on <laughs> No, how do I get Apple that TV. one? That oh, one's Apple on TV. Apple? Yeah. yeah, I don't have that. But I bet, is it... Uh, it's is Todd it... Haynes did it. It's very, like, of its time, like, 70s avant-garde, like, even the way the doc is put together. I've dug it a lot, but I'm a big... Yeah. I'm big velvet. Get back is just them tuning their guitars for eight hours. <laughs> and I like, like that. I kind of like that about it. I like that it didn't. Yeah. Well, I haven't gone to an open mic for a while, so maybe I would like to watch four white guys <laughs> stick around for. That's what I this is. Like, this is uh, uh, this is let it yeah. be. I heard it yeah. was like kind of kind of getting an insight though as to what it would be like to be in the studio with them. Like people are like, oh, I go to the bathroom. I feel like I got to rush back to get into the studio. Is that not? Did you talk to or... somebody who was like a hardcore Beatles fan? Yeah, that's. I mean, those that's the people who are saying it. They're pretty hardcore. What's weird I... is that the first ten minutes of it are a montage of their career, like Ed's, like I got to hold your hand, like Ed Sullivan going shoes. the Beatles, Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Did you say I gotta hold your hand? I wanna. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta. I gotta hold your hand. I just gotta. Did I did I say I gotta hold your hand? That's that's how you know I'm using it. That's how you know. I'm not asking. I'm telling with it. That's that's in brackets. Yeah. Oh, it's it's the cold it's the cold stone creamery of song titles. I I mean, I like the Beatles. I'm just jealous of Beatles super fans because they get everything. Yeah. I would love an eight hour footage of like credence doing cosmos factory or something you know what i mean wow yeah they resell us the beatles every five years my entire life yeah boomers just get whatever they want like i saw i saw somebody tweet i saw somebody put online they were like uh so we've been 50 years of documentaries for a band that lasted 10 we're about wrapping this up are we not (laughs) yeah like uh did you watch the ron howard one or the peter jackson one or the you know in my yeah. day, you could buy it's like, a house. It's like, it's like Firefest now. There's so many documentaries about it. There's the Beatles more. are like Firefest. Like the Rick Rubin one I watched. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I These admit, are, they... they're great. The Beatles are great. Yeah. Solid I don't think anyone's saying they're not, though. But it's just too no. much, right? Like Everyone's takeaway from the last dances, they want it longer. Oh, yeah, I could have watched an episode of that every day for the rest of my life. Sure. Yeah, me too. 
I, uh, I, I'll say this about the Beatles because maybe it's because I haven't watched those other two that I don't have the burnout. Mm. But what I did find fascinating about it is that, like, so it, I guess it takes place a year after Epstein dies. And it's Jeffrey, like, Jeff Epstein. Wait, <laughs> Jeff Epstein. Yeah. I'm in now. I did not yeah. know this. Whoa, yeah. so he was involved. I see. <laughs> oh, it's a time traveling documentary. Did I not mention that? Is Jizz Lane there? The Bill yeah. and Ted phone booth is on the island. So she, Jizzy Lane is in my. Jizzy Lane is in my. She was just 17. You do know what I mean. They go back in time to kill the Beatles, so that thing you do can't happen. It's It's like the, oh, what's the plot of yesterday? The plot of that movie where they. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I will say that I just found it really interesting. And maybe you guys can, like, relate to this because sometimes the things are successful and you're like, oh, this must be a whole machine behind this. And then you realize, oh, it's really only down to like two or three really talented guys. Mm-hmm. And everyone is kind of, everyone's trying to make the most out of their talent, but people are also trying not to step on it. You know what I mean? It's, it's you should see, I just think it's kind of really interesting, but they're like, who are the, t- who is the talent? I mean, it's really like Paul and John. And, well, and George, I mean, and, they wouldn't let George be talented. Yeah. yeah. And it, obviously George is talented too, but, you, you but he was also it. like five years younger than them, right? He, he was about two years younger than okay. John. Yeah. I really but, like his. I, I do it all on guitar playing. I like the way George Harrison plays the guitar. I love George. Yeah. Harrison. Wait, wait, you know what that makes you, John? Not Paul. Because <laughs> oh. Paul has a lot of notes. Oh, really? George Harrison. Yeah, yeah, it turns out Paul's not the super fun, flippy, floppy, I'm nice guy. That <laughs> no, he's really not. We thought he, he was a little cutie Michael pie. Jackson. <laughs> he's not yeah. a lover he's a fighter by the way there was <laughs> a guy a fighter, in the lover. there was a guy in the capitol riot who wasn't on uh mr show who was a michael jackson impersonator and i was like i want a three-part doc on this guy <laughs> wait what what do you mean he wasn't on mr show well, why is he, that a detail oh my 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 favorite uh, guy in the capitol riot jay johnstone buddy oh i see <laughs> wow. wow that's such a specific there was thousands of them. Never forget. Jay Johnstone was, Jay Johnstone was there. Riot. You know that guy from the Capitol Riot? Not the one that was on Mr. Show. <laughs> that was a pretty big deal to me, I think. Yeah. Was <laughs> that really him? It was yes. really him. Yeah, I got photo. I did a, I did something for Nat Geo back in the day, and me and him were in it together, and I got a bunch of photos with him. Do you? Like, oh. Did he have beautiful eyes? And then we tracked him down ten years. So we could groom him. Insurrection, still beautiful, a little more bloated. He's a corpse now. I do have a lot of pictures with Jay Johnson from that day, from January sixth. Well, if you study the Zapruder film, you're just like, hey, can I get big fan? Like, if you study the Zapruder film, like I have, um, like if you zoom in real close, you can see Stewart from Mad TV on the grassy knoll. There is a new. Oliver Stone documentary about JFK. About, about Stuart. What? Yeah. From Mad TV. Okay, that's like the Beatles documentaries of movies. Oliver Stone's dropping another JFK. He's doing a doc on. He's like, "There's new info. We got new info. We're gonna have. We're it's the doc starts with Kevin Costner becoming the guy again, and then <laughs> Oliver Stone's like, "We've got new info, and that info is I'm broke. Yeah, yeah. doing another movie. Don't like this just in." <laughs> This just in, I love money. <laughs> Turns out it is a I wasn't going to do it, but then I found out. out I could make a lot of money. And I was like, oh, I love money. That sounds like a good idea. I'm going back and to the left, to the bank. 
You didn't like my sequel to Wall Street, even so. <laughs> so you get this. Money, t- money does talk. <laughs> Is that the name of it? I don't know. It was money. money never sleeps. Damn it! Money. I gotta hold your hand. Like money, like money's a villain in a horror. I'm movie. becoming <laughs> my grandmother. Automatic <laughs> stones like money might not sleep, but mine's been in a coma. <laughs> JFK two shooters. JFK two. JFK Junior. Hooters. It starts. It starts at a at like a Hooters type restaurant. Everyone doing shots. JFK two shooters. Yeah, no, you, you know he'll be. It's there. just Coyote yeah, Ugly. It's, no, house is like, it's like shots. It's, it's like Bush. Joe Pesci's character and whoever from the JFK movie. I was thinking like George W. Bush is Hunter Biden. Yeah, I mean that's just who he is. The Hunter Biden of the Bush family. Well, oh, if, I thought you meant they were the same person, and this is a conspiracy. They are pretty. George Bush is Hunter. They Biden. both paint. Well, if Joe Biden had been as successfully evil, and as introducing Hunter Biden Bush. as George W. Bush. <laughs> I read a, I read a thing on a, on, on Fox. They were talking about, and you know they're obsessed with Hunter Biden. And there, some email showed up where, you know, Biden was speaking to the Chinese about all this money they could make him, and someone was like, "I'm really impressed with Hunter Biden. He's a real sheik of Washington." And it's like, I think you're thinking of all the actual sheiks in, in, in Washington. You don't need... Were they thinking Wolf of Wall Street, but they were me trying to say the name of a movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was you, actually. Yeah, it was you that they quoted. You called him Hunter He's a real S. Biden wolf for of some the reason. Woods. That's not it. He's a... You're like... You're like, I love that Hunter S. Biden book, Fear and oh. Loving in Washington. I love the Fear Wall of Wolf Street. trail of... I just feel like an idiot. I bought an NFT of one of his paintings for a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> you are dude, that's not stupid. <laughs> I said it would go up. <laughs> I still I will never figure out what an NFT is. It's a non fungible token. Nice oh, fucking I hope that helps. TikTok. <laughs> nice fucking TikTok. Non fuckable titties. <laughs> I got me some NFTs right yeah. here, boys. Non fuckable titties. <laughs> Oh, this waitress at Shooters is the worst. <laughs> look, look at this NFT. She's got some NFTs. I did a show uh, with Randy Litke a couple weeks ago, and he was like, my, my girlfriend. Yeah, your cousin. He yeah, goes, me and James had a baby? Yes. Yes. <laughs> he goes, my girlfriend's a squirter. Diarrhea. I laughed for like 20 fucking minutes. <laughs> my girlfriend's a squirter. Diarrhea. <laughs> Oh, the dog good. even liked that one. Uh, have you guys seen these smash and grab robberies that yeah, are happening? Yeah, my my old man neighbor, come, you see, he he's trying. He was trying to lump in Black Lives Matter like marches with um, what what happened. This he was like, and did you see what they did downtown? I go, what? What are you talking about? He goes, they. they 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 raided a purse store, the Louis Vuitton. I go, who who? He goes, these a bunch of guys. I go. But what is that? Because but he had just made it Black yeah. Lives Matter, and he goes, "Then did you see what they did downtown?" I go, "Who's they?" He's like, no. "These people." He was like, "I like, did." So this has nothing to do with the 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 marches, and he's like, "No, this was the other day." I go, "Okay, well, yeah, also fuck Louis Vuitton, take all the purses, let's go sell them. I don't care. I think smash and grab more things. Take, take, take. Yeah, yeah. Don't steal from homes, but go nuts on these. Yes, that's where yeah. I want you. Stop to steal. robbing. Stop, stop robbing people's <laughs> residences because it's getting crazy, especially in my neighborhood. Like. Middle of the day, just people getting robbed. Really? And, yeah, their house is getting. Where do you live? Into. Larchmont Village. Jesus. Yeah. 
yeah what i thought was like nice until you get like the next or the neighborhood app and then you get citizen and you're like oh there's a crime every three seconds four feet oh, well those me. apps are made those to make those are apps are yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had but, the, yeah but yeah but but the whole thing is like um he like stop robbing people you know what i mean corporations big companies like as long as no one's getting hurt it's also a smart it's a smart play you can't you can't arrest twenty people all running out of the store with stuff like that's the way to do it. Nobody really gets this hurt. This is the most like, pro smash and grab thing that we've said. Like we're well, pro I mean, John Cruck and smash and grab. <laughs> John Cruck should be doing the smash and grabs. Yeah. Just slow like a fucking walrus. Like <laughs> it's still less uh, you know less in stolen merch than they steal from unpaid wages and with from the workers and then cops yeah. think the about cops where those things are made from fucking confiscated shit like i hate the way this is all framed it just that's what like, they this is the only theft every you know article I mean? that i've read about this it inevitably like the third paragraph in is like this is what happens when you defund the police which what... has not happened anywhere right <laughs> and it's also i don't i think that it all comes Hasn't back to in any place no, they they didn't pass the vote didn't in pass Minnesota, Minnesota where it had right. the biggest chance of passing. Right, it's happened nowhere. Yeah, it makes me think of this thing I read Just right the after idea that. Idea of it gives yeah. rise to these <laughs> people that, think the wording. It's wording like if you didn't the word defund, nobody can understand what that means. Mm-hmm. Everyone hears it and they're like. If you just get rid of the police, like no one is saying, get rid of right. the police, like. I mean, that would be my take. I would yeah, say me that. too. But like, <laughs> like, that's the end goal. Yeah, but It's like, like they keep doing things over and over again where they're like, people support what it actually means. But then when you lie to them about it, they don't support it anymore. And it's like, so people are on TV like, you, this is where Democrats fuck up with defund the police. It's well, like, it's also because the establishment of the Democratic Party wants to undercut the fucking message of defund it. So they muddy the waters. They they make it complicated they they misrepresent what it means they don't want to have to actually do it no they right. love the police right. no Biden wants to give them more money <laughs> um i also saw two articles in the past two days about the the show's succession but most specifically that the ultra rich are actually very sad that they're like miserable oh oh wow this Sorry. is like a new, feel bad for Welcome to the club, bitch. Like... <laughs> and then it's just a human condition. Yeah. <laughs> they do with rich or poor. They see most of their inter- their relationships as transactional. I wrote stuff down that they find it difficult to trust people. That they have oh, status man. anxiety. This like the new thing is feeling bad for they the wealthy. They should work Postmates for five years and see how they feel. Mike, I don't, I don't even remember asking you to list five things I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> Dude, like status that. anxiety. Am I? Where's my status? <laughs> I'm starving. Does anyone have? Mike any only status? asked me to do this podcast twice a year. What kind of status is that? I'll where's ask you more. Status? You're not available ever. I'm not allowed to even. I can't even do comedy in town anymore. <laughs> no. There's still a comedy in town. I think so. Don't tell there's me seven that. People, there's seven people. I don't want to hear comedy it. at three different clubs. Yeah. <laughs> it's but it's a boom. It's a it's a great time. Mm-hmm. You can make millions. <laughs> yeah. If you look up, you guys look up how much you're worth online with that little that fun little. Yeah, it's just a gif of my dad slowly shaking his head. 
<laughs> oh, it's all a lie. It's just based on like if you had one, if you did one thing that got credited on IMDb, it's like, oh, James Fritz, he's, he made nine million dollars last year. <laughs> like, where are you yeah. getting this information? Yeah, he worked on Squidbillies for two half days. <laughs> so that was a huge show on Netflix where they play the games. Dude, Squeaks. <laughs> hey, what about this? Me and my brother came up with this idea for a TV show. Do you guys know the show Mr. In Between? I know of it. It's on FX. It's uh, it's on Hulu. It's an Australian show, but it, this guy kind of breaks legs for people and whatever. Oh, yeah, have yeah, That yeah. guy, the lead of that show, have him show up at people's houses <laughs> with just random household items and just ask, like, casually, like, how many quid, mate? And then they have to guess... <laughs> How many? How many? How much the item is worth? And if they guess wrong, he beats the shit out of them with that item. And it's just called Quid Games. Just, Quid Games. It's perfect. If if you've seen Mr. That. In Between, that guy is awesome, and he could just show up. He's very calm. How many quid, mate? And then if you're wrong, he just pounds the shit out of you with it. Is he I mean, asking Americans too, who have no idea? What yeah, they might not. They'd be like, "What's a quid?" And they don't have time to figure it out. It's like, All "Let's right. go, let's go." Maybe make a hidden camera. Maybe just have the cameras rush up behind the guy. And, I don't know. And John, I think you don't explain the pun until the end of like the twentieth episode. <laughs> what are quid games? What are quid games? And then they kind of nod. Oh, I'm like, it. oh, that's a long way to go. <laughs> the second, <laughs> the second to last episode of season one is just somebody going, you know. <laughs> How many quid, mate? Get it? I went to, uh, I went on a double date with my neighbors, uh, and. We were talking about how the price of milk, like inflation, and the guy goes, the the guy that we were with, the other husband, he's like, the government controls the price of milk, and then we keep talking for a while, and people are like, yeah, and then and then he goes, it's three fifty seven a gallon, and we keep talking, and somebody googled it, and they go, it is three fifty seven a gallon, and that's he, insane, and he's, and we go, what do you do for a living? He's like, I work, I manage a grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> the one guy who would know the most about it knew also, the most about it. Also, he could have said it. something else and just been the whole night been like, "Yeah, oranges they're four fifty seven a pound. Like they are four fifty seven a pound. Like he could just be this grocery shop psychic." Grocery that was psychic. while we were talking about the smashing grabs. It reminded me people think that cops stop crime. No. Yeah, they show right, up right. after the crime. I wonder why right. we we only have. Every Constant superhero TV movie. programming on every channel talking about how they're all geniuses who are do good doing good. They, they show up and they kind of they kind of sort of talk you into not filing the report. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I just love that we have all these shows about like genius cops and genius detectives yeah. when in reality they give you a, a, an intelligence test and if you score too high you can't <laughs> be on the force. Like, is that true? I, yeah. My buddy had his car stolen and he had video surveillance from his garage like his parking structure where he parks then he called the police and he got the stolen car division and he was like i have i have the footage of the guy doing it they're like well what do we want with that he's like well this way you can see who (laughs) who did it and they were like well no we're not going to really find your car so you can file the report he's like what so he waited a week started calling um the traffic cops like the the guys who write this is a scene from big lebowski Dude, he, he finally gets a manager of like somebody in charge over there and he's like is this license plate <clears throat> parked illegally anywhere and they're like actually it's got five tickets on it so he, he gets this guy to give him the address which is illegal the guy's like i really can't he goes let me tell you what i'm dealing with yeah. he explains the situation the guy's like here's the address he goes and gets the car he's sitting in it with his spare key he gets in the car calls the cops to the area he goes this is my car 
whoever took it is in this area. They left cigarettes and a t-shirt and the cops like, what the fuck are you doing here? What is this? What are you doing? They were mad at him. They yelled at him for finding and his they car. left and they left. Well, yeah, no one likes to be shown up. To yeah. Like, oh, I mean, but, but the process, the process me. of they didn't even do the basic thing, which would yeah. have been to contact parking enforcement to find out if they have any recollection or any record of that license plate being anywhere in the city. Yeah. So then they can go to it. Like, it's what a, do it's they do? A, they oh, I well, know. Well, like this is what whenever people are like, yeah. I mean, it's easy to say you know defund the police, a cab. But who are you going to call when someone breaks into your house and you you need someone to come escalate the sex the situation <laughs> and sexually assault your wife? <laughs> well, I well I thought this I thought the solution was simple. I thought when they said they were from the stolen cars division. They're the division that has been stealing the car. They're like, we did it, and we're not giving it that's, back. That's why they're so mad at you. No, it's L.A. They were they 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 looked down. They they're tracking down like bootleg versions of the movie cars that are being yeah. stolen. And 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 on a, the, on a more the FBI like, warning at the beginning. On a more like awful note, like sexual assaults, they don't prevent oh. them. They show up, take a record of it, and then do almost nothing oh and you when you I mean? look at like, like all the untested rape kits like across the country it's just like yeah they're just like here do this we'll, we'll throw it in the back and never give a fuck who was it who was it was it uh was it zach reiner that had that joke like one of the greatest twitter jokes of all time it was like uh uh cops be like how can i be racist when my wife's eye is black yeah, <laughs> yeah. was that who was that zach, zach reiner? that was zach that, yeah. zach's great He's very funny. I don't Who know is him it? personally, but he's very funny on. Oh, he's very funny. Who is he's it? A great Zach Reiner. He's out. He's, of, a, he's a Denver guy. Yeah. Oh. oh, is he? Dude, Denver's yeah. got some. There's some good comedy yeah, Zach's out of Denver. Been, Zach's Name been. three. Zach Reiner. <laughs> David Bory. David Bory. Sam Talent. Take uh, Janae Burris. He's Finney, but I don't know. He really comes out of Denver. Adam Caton Holland's from Denver. I love yeah. Adam. Adam Caton Holland. Andy Andy Jewett is he from? Denver? I think so, yeah. He's funny. Or is he Portland? I saw people debating this. I think I was too early. When is it okay to put up your Christmas tree? Ooh, I'm doing mine today. You're late. <clears throat> I'm late. It's not even I think December like right like November 30th, December 1st is when you want to put it up. That, growing up, you put it up December 1st, like your family no, gathered. No, but like like you know probably right around there after thanksgiving for sure yeah before thanksgiving is weird well I, i'm weird if you want I'm to get weird. it out of the way wait all, you put it up before it. thanksgiving it was my wife's Sorry. birthday is november 20th she's like oh. i want to put up the tree and we're like let's put up the tree yes honey i, know. I yes, didn't know dear. we could bring our ladies into it for cover but all right well, she's a human shield in this argument. You know, we're just getting pushed around by some broads. Getting pushed, getting bossed. It's pronounced broad. <laughs> getting broad. Getting broad. Dude, I went down to the broad. I was so disappointed. <laughs> That's a local <laughs> joke. Um, when do you put up your tree? Fritz. Yeah. Um, not whenever the fuck you want, but n- not before Thanksgiving. That's ridiculous. Right after Halloween. Right after Halloween. October. You put it up midnight Halloween. Have you been to like a Lowe's on October 1st? They got Christmas shit there. Yeah. I don't want to live in a Lowe's. I've said it before. Oh, Lowe's oh, has hey. so many great appliances <laughs> for low prices. That shit all yeah. over Lowe's. I, I mean, don't want to live the there. Can huff, all the paint you can huff. 
That's a good point. They got ladders. You can climb yeah, ladders. Yeah. 16 step, 12 step. What do you need? You Just need a step. door? They got a Actually, door. I they got a whole row of doors. Different Actually, kind of handles. Yeah. Actually do need 12 steps, but not... <laughs> All right. Not, not on a ladder. That's how I hand it. Go to Lowe's, get yeah. 12 yeah. steps. That's good. Rehab. Get a ladder for a higher power. <laughs> and a ladder for a higher power. Oh, wow. Wink, wink. God. <laughs> Burke, when's the proper time to put up your uh, Christmas tree? Uh, you just got to wait till someone else cracks, right? Yeah. And they do it. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, it's not a, is it a contest? You're like, <laughs> it's like holding your hand house. on a car the longest. Yeah. Just, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't, I, we, we don't do Christmas tree. We don't do, I haven't done it since I was like a kid. Really? I don't do, I don't do anything that involves. You don't think it'd be kind of nice to have a tree up? No. You can just say bah humbug next time. And... Yeah. You can just say, <laughs> directly say war, at the this camera. is the war on Christmas. This is the war, this on, is the war Christmas. on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Let's have a tree. It's a cold war. It's a proper. <laughs> Look where I am. I cut my tree down. That's from back here. He's got. He's surrounded by them. Well, do you guys I lift, do all, light do, up all these trees? Do all three of you put up an actual tree? Um, no. Mine's fake. A fake tree. <laughs> I put up a weird. We have this. Like, uh, it's like they're plastic rings. I, I, I can't explain it. It looks like it's from outer space. But we put it. <laughs> We put up a tree. Uh, mine are yeah. blood like red, and they're from Slovenia, is or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're getting one today. I think like a fake one, just because uh, we're staying in town this Christmas. Oh, uh, Christmas in LA is awesome. I can't wait. Have you not done it before? I did it once, like my first year here, when because I, I moved here in like November. So what? But, what makes yeah. Christmas in LA awesome? What makes it so awesome? No, no, tra- no, it's a lack of traffic. Drive, you can drive well, to the beach in 20 minutes. Yeah, it's yeah, a lack of traffic. So many people leave to go, because not a lot of people that no I know from are here. from here. But um, I enjoy it. It's like, you know, a friend of mine's birthday is right around Christmas, and like he owns a bar. We should do something Christmas oh, yeah. Eve. It's like 65 degrees, Adam, as opposed yeah. to Yeah, if you're, from, if you're from somewhere where it's especially cold. And Crawford? In December. Yeah. I feel like I've been to one of those with you. Crawford's? Yeah, probably. Maybe not. Well, no, actually, we've hung out Christmas Eve at the Rustic. Oh, some fried chicken. Yeah. Crawford's, yeah, right. Crawford's, is, but Crawford's so, is awesome. That's where I've been going the last couple of Christmas Eve. Oh, really? I like that because, honestly, in Illinois, or in Chicago, anyway, um, most pubs close on Christmas Eve. And the first year I found that out, I was furious. Because in... <laughs> it, it, I, I really was. Because in oh, Ireland... Sure. In Ireland, Christmas Eve is the biggest drinking night of the year, including us. It's before Thanksgiving, the night before Thanksgiving. Right, right. So they do fireworks here, Christmas Eve. Yeah, in Ireland, the next biggest drinking night of the year is uh, the following night, and so on and so on. We're breaking our own record again, boys. (laughs) Your Irish accent. They would say lads. I didn't want to be too racist. (laughs) Just old. Just racist enough, James. I won't do the voice. <laughs> Just racist enough. That's a good name for your next uh, album. Thank you. I feel good about this. Sufficiently racist. <laughs> Just racist enough. That's oh. an answer. By the way, that's an answer on that police intelligence test. <laughs> Is that real? That if you, I don't know about this. Is if you get too, yeah. if you're too smart, they're like can't be a cop. Um. By the, they, they made a documentary about it. It's called Police Academy. 
<laughs> they made a documentary about the, those tests. Police Academy Three. I had a joke about uh, Michael Winslow. Police departments can turn down recruits with high IQs. Is it true that there are maximum IQ cutoff points for police applicants? Yes. Court okays barring high IQs for cops. What? <laughs> wow. Yeah, baby. What, you think it's the best of the brightest? Have you ever talked to one? So it's sort of like a Dalmatian's <laughs> the dumbest dog, so they need them to run into fires? Well, if you watch Serpico, right? You don't want a bunch of Serpicos running around mucking up the works. Oh, <laughs> we got ourselves a learner or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Mike, I, Mike, I'm going to have to go t- t- see what the fuck is up with this Okay, dog. okay. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Do you want to plug anything? Um, Dog's mouth. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my dog when, murdering business i'm starting right now when does this come out does this come out next friday friday this friday this, fr- this coming friday uh, i'll be on wait wait don't tell me tomorrow whoa so sunday uh, saturday saturday thank you so much i apologize for my dog i think what happened i barely I- noticed if i'm being honest yeah, I didn't oh, it, it only served oh. to humanize you <laughs> more so than the comely girl coming <laughs> i'd yeah, forgotten really about it but now i'm remembering yeah we forgot finally yeah. someone like me <laughs> <laughs> all right cheers guys bye, easy, bye. Man. Have a good one bye buddy nice to meet you john bye. nice to meet you did you see him choking his dog we're like oh we can still see you uh... he's playing that stuck in the middle with you song with a knife in his hand <laughs> Michael Madsen. <laughs> yes. Thank you for getting that reference from Reservoir Dogs. I did a movie with that guy. <laughs> did you? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like I did what little... era Madsen are we talking? <laughs> this would be the thing came out in 2011. Okay. It was a movie. Middle Madsen. Uh, yeah. He he was he was just doing a bit. He was just playing himself, and uh, it was funny because all he was supposed to be doing was. Like the movie's about two garbage men who find an Oscar in the trash. So it's me and this other guy. We find this Oscar and we go and we're trying to give it back. The Oscars for Cuba Gooding Jr. in the movie of uh, Jerry Maguire. So it's his best supporting actor Oscar. I'm like, wow, we found this. We have to give it back. We go to his house and he's not there. But Michael Madsen is in the backyard making sangria in a bathrobe. Right. And so we're like, oh, we're looking for Cuba Gooding Jr. He's like, oh, he's not here. But like the director goes. Before the scene, he goes, okay, so you're making sangria, you're cutting up, you're putting it in the thing. Is, is there anything, any props, anything out you see, you don't see, you want, you don't want? And he's like, a gun. And he's like, well, no, 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 you're just, you're just making sangria in the backyard of a friend's house. It's, you know, you're just yourself. He's like, oh, yeah, I would have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> the director's like, well, we, we don't have any guns. There's no... Why would there be a gun? You're like my character, video. me, would have a gun. That's he's in Kill up. Bill, also, right? Yes, yeah. yeah he took because Daryl Hannah was also in this movie, uh, and he. Uh, What's I this guess, movie? I want to watch this now. It's well, it's called it's called Garbage. They all have like basically the budget went to getting these people to do three seconds <laughs> to get Hannah and Madsen. Yeah, and uh, oh, Stephen Bauer, um, he was great. The guy from Scarface and uh, mm-hmm. Breaking Bad, and. Uh, yeah, a bunch of other stuff. I mean, he's been he's been around forever. He was in Cape Pasa, USA. I mean, that guy's been around forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah but 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 Madsen's whole thing, like he goes, I go, hey, we're looking for um, you know, Cuba Gooding Jr. He goes, sorry, it's just me, Michael Madsen. Like he would say his whole name. <laughs> and I was like, don't say your whole name. And he did. <laughs> That's how he did it. That's awesome. He was really fun though. He was a super nice guy. Told he a lot of much... crazy stories about reservoir dogs, which is all I wanted to hear. Yeah. Like, hey. 
He he lived. I watched yeah. uh, Kill Bill recently, and he plays pretty much the same character as I Brad Pitt in uh, uh, fucking. Uh, here's me trying to name a movie, so it'll True be wrong. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh. Ah. Lives in a trailer park in the middle of nowhere. Like that's like an archetype that yeah. Tarantino must love. Well, yeah, Mel Gibson in. Um, grew up in Tennessee. Lethal Weapon and Tequila Sunrise. Tarantino so did. In- I didn't know that. I thought he grew up where? Tennessee. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. They got Italians in Tennessee? I guess. They got got everybody white. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We've almost done two hours. You guys are the best. What do you have? I'm going to go find a Christmas tree. You'll edit edit this, though? I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Yeah. Holiday tree. Thank you. Yeah. I know I look like a young Chris Kringle. You're like an old Chris Elliott to me. Chris Elliott Kringle. (laughs) Chris Elliott Kringle. So I'll plug my album. You can buy Compromise Maturity on Amazon, iTunes, Apple Music, wherever albums are sold. There you go. Get it for Christmas. Small Business Saturdays. Yes. There you go. Fritz, still together. And the oh new yeah, one. you can get my album still together, available on Special Things Records. And I've been, uh, oh yeah, I've been helping a little bit on uh, Frankie Quinones's podcast that has just come out. And like, if I wrote and recorded my first country song for it this past week about getting bit in the dick by a snake. So if you want to hear that, check out the Frankie Quinones show. Did you podcast. sing it? Yeah, I sang it. I wrote. In- we just like picked this track and I wrote it and like cut it in like an hour and a half. <laughs> That's amazing. So shoot a video <laughs> now. It's, it's all been leading to this. Yeah. yeah. That's Adam, James, and John. One more time for Jamel from the top of the show. I will tag all of them on Twitter and Instagram. Your job, if you choose to accept it, is to go give everybody a follow on social media. Don't be stingy. That is the show. Thank you for listening. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. Love you.